What up, what up, what up, internet? Who you are, where you be, where you at, what you see. I know what we saw this weekend. We saw Spider-Man No Way Home. That's right. The newest MCU movie about everyone's favorite neighborhood Spider-Man. Look, we got so much to talk about. We're just going to get into it. I know y'all used to hearing like history, all that good stuff. But look, we're just going to get into it. I'm one of your uh, hosts, Mark M.F. Jones, and I'm always honored to be joined by my co-host. What up, fellas? This is Niels R.Y., a.k.a. Poor Peter Parker. (laughs) All alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and this is Shannon, swinging through your town like your neighborhood (laughs) Spider-Man. From there you go. <laughs> there you that's go. also that's that's a Wu Tang reference. A Wu Tang reference. Nice. <laughs> Do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Look, we the three of us. No, uh, Spider Man, No Way Home, the third Spider Man movie in the, in the uh, MCU uh, universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe, came out this this past uh, Thursday, Friday. We all saw it this weekend. It is turning out to be if not one of the biggest movies of all time um, when it comes to box office and performance, but definitely maybe one of the Marvel's biggest releases of all time. So we're just going to get right into it. This is what Marvel's 20, like what third, fourth movie, something like that. It's up there now. Oh, and, and Mark, you may be saying this, but I'm just going to jump in and say it. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. We are going to talk about this. If you you have not seen it, just know we will be talking about every intimate detail of this movie. So if you are okay with being spoiled, feel free to listen. If not, come on back and join the conversation because we're going to get into it. It, It's safe to say we are going to spoil. I'm just going to, all right, we're going to spoil every, probably all the Marvel TV shows uh all the all the previous marvel movies and we're gonna spoil some movies all right just last chance spoilers 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 we're gonna spoil all the other previous spider-man movies that ever existed (laughs) every spider-man movie that has ever existed all right so you've been warned let's be real with the with the way we're analyzing it we might spoil the next maybe the next two Marvel movies coming up. Like if, we, if we can story. connect these dots, we might just be spoiling those too. So Shannon, the way the way this movie went, we might be spoiling Batman, Flashpoint, <laughs> Shazam, Blue Beetle, Thor. We might be spoiling everything that ever is gonna come out the way this movie went. But look, let's just get into it, fellas. I'm gonna turn it over to you. Where do you want to start and how do you want to do it? Um Shannon, if you don't mind, I would love to start. Yes, um, please do. All right. So I don't say this often. It, but okay, well, let me there's there's like this a lot, brothers. So like let me just let me just kind of piece it together. I'm mostly gonna talk about how I feel. When the movie ended, I wanted to go right back into the theater and watch it again. I have not felt that feeling since the dark night of me wanting to be like, okay, so I'm going to turn right back around. And if it wasn't for my obligations 
as a husband and a father, I would have done it. And you know what? That was part of it. It was also after midnight and I don't think there was another showing. So logistically, I wasn't able to. Because if I could, I would have called Shamel <laughs> and been like, baby, I'm going to be home a little bit later because I got to see this again. I got to run it back. I have to run it back. Um, the thing that I wanted to say that I do not say often is that I think this was a perfect movie. This movie did not miss. If you wanted anything more from this movie, you are the definition of gluttonous. Like this movie gave you every, I, I got everything I wanted. And yeah, I think this is a perfect movie. There's only a handful of movies that I will ever call a perfect movie, but this is one of them. And we're going to get into it, but like uh, folks are asking a lot of questions, but like the question that you need to be asking is not, is this the greatest Spider-Man movie of all time? It's not, is this the greatest MCU movie of all time? You need to be asking the question, is it better than Dark Knight? That is the question I legit think folks Ooh. need to be asking Ooh. when they watch this movie. Nels. And so I'm coming, yeah, hey, well, I ain't Nels. answering it. I'm I, just, I just saying, wanna, that's the question folks need to be asking. Up. This podcast or originated because we would always be like, well, it ain't no Dark Knight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> First and foremost, it ain't no dark night. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that you are like even entertaining that question speaks volumes. But like Shannon, do you wanna you wanna go ahead and give your thoughts and how you feel? Yeah. Uh no, I'm I'm with you on that. So for me, I mean, it got me to the movies. And I gotta say, like, I have not been to a movie theater since sometime early 2020 and especially you know when the pandemic hit whenever anything came out i was like yo i will let's be honest i was like i'm either gonna figure out a way to see it on a site <laughs> get a bootleg whatever or i'm just gonna wait for it to come on to one of the streaming services this one i went to it i went to see it on opening night and i'm there i didn't do that for shang shang chi i didn't do it for eternals i didn't do it for I don't know anything. I didn't do it for Black Widow, like nothing else. I have not done it for anything else. Um, so it got it got me to the movie theater uh, at 9 p.m., which is another thing. How am I going to make it through that? I did it. So that's, that's just how good this movie was. And I have heard people sort of referring to it almost as Spider-Man Endgame. So, you know, it, with, however feelings might be, it, even if Endgame has its own issues and things like that, it it is that concept though like it was the end game to spider-man in the sense of now we're in a place where we can go in like whatever direction it wrapped up like it wrapped up some things it didn't uh shannon I, it wrapped up everything but yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah that's what i was gonna say i feel like it like it wrapped up everything it didn't really leave any like it leaves space for like okay if we want to go in this direction like we can choose to do this but it doesn't just leave this sort of hole here to be like, this doesn't make sense. What, you know, it, it wrapped up everything. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I loved it. That's, that's, that's all I can say. Loved it. I feel like it, it did a great job. It was a, it was a love letter to fans of Spider-Man, especially if you have seen the Spider-Man movies, because, you know, I can't completely speak for all the comics, 
But in terms of if you're thinking of the Spider-Man movies, any iteration, I think it was a love letter to uh, to that as well. Yeah, Shannon, just to piggyback on what you said right there. When I sat back and thought about this, I was like, dang, Marvel, Kevin Feige and his team, they really know what they're doing because to this character that's always up in the air because of Sony owns the film rights, right? And like, we're always in this kind of like, oh, is he going to be in in this? And how's it going to make sense if he just doesn't show up? The way they set this movie up at the end, it's like Spider-Man is just doing his thing. We we put this character in a place where we can keep having Avenger movies and no one has to worry about where Peter Parker is. And I'm like, the fact that that happened organically and it makes sense in this world, I was like, damn. Like, not only did they, like, save themselves in, in case Sony gets stupid, like, in the next couple of years, but they, they created a... a I don't know how to I don't know how to like say what we saw dog we we saw three movies become an origin story mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if I've ever seen that before we basically saw the prequel of Spider-Man <laughs> over these three movies um I, I I'll just go ahead I'll get, yeah, hold I'll on. Get it. Mark just 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 let it be silent for a while <laughs> like we just saw an origin story, a three movie long and some features origin story. And it was nasty. Nasty. Okay. Sorry, Mark. Please continue. No, I just no, wanted no. to acknowledge that part of it. And it just, it just, man, it's, I'm, I'm pretty amazed that, that this was pulled off, but you know, it's no secret. Spider-Man, my favorite superhero. And dog, like I left this movie and I was like, I just got to see my favorite maybe character in fiction maybe just have the greatest movie of all time. And I know it's debatable, you know, well, you know, but like my favorite comic book character, my favorite hero has a movie that is in the running of one of the greatest cinematic achievements of all time. And then like that just blew my mind. Bruh, this movie feels good, man, doesn't it? It feels great. Like it feels fantastic, <laughs> dog. Like uh, the, uh, I, I don't even know where to start. Everyone, no one phoned this in. Everyone came correct. Even even the side characters, Ned and MJ, were like good in this movie. They were valuable pieces in this movie. Um, it built the MCU. It it makes sense. Tom Holland. The, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here. This movie might be the best acted movie in the whole MCU. Mm. Is that a question? I'm I saying, didn't even think that deeply about it, but like. I'm, 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 there's only like a couple movies that I think might Black Panther has some good acting in it um, the end of Guardians 2 always gets me <laughs> there's some good acting in that but on the whole I, I feel like this movie has the best acting in the MCU 
I mean, Tom Holland acted his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. William Defoe oh yes, acted his gosh, ass dude. off. <laughs> oh my gosh, dog. William Defoe, like Doc <laughs> Ox showed up. Like yeah. they everybody, everybody came correct. Happy, happy killed it. Marissa Tomei killed it. Mar- mm-hmm. And then the they fact that she is his uncle. Ben. Damn, Shannon. <laughs> what did he say? He said, and Ben was killed. And then what? Yeah, yo. Hey, no, no, but when 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 she got hit by the glider, I I was like, damn, like out loud. Cause like that, like it's very hard with CG sometimes to make things look like they have weight or stick. That mm-hmm. looked like it was real. Like mm-hmm. that looked like they hit that woman. With a glider going like 200 miles per hour. <laughs> yep. Yep. Man. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, so I, I just, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> can I, can I say one thing, one more thing, context setting, and then Shannon, please feel free. So I watched this at the Magic Johnson movie theater, and I know around the world there are some Magic Johnson movie theaters, but what they all have in common is that they are in the hood. So I went to the Magic Johnson movie theater and um, so uh, I was around the element and um, towards the first end credit scene, like right after the first end credit scene, the brother I was sitting next to who I didn't talk to, like we ain't even look at each other the entire movie. This brother just look, he turns and looks at me. He's like, bruh, where do you rank this? And I looked at him and I realized like he was sitting next to his girl, like, he needed to see so he needed to talk to somebody and be like, yo, did somebody else see what I just saw? <laughs> and so I looked at him and I was like, yeah, bro, it's up there. He's like, he's like, where? I was like, yeah. He's like, I was like, it's up there. It's up there. And he was like, all right, all right. So like yeah. he just needed to know that somebody else saw what he was seeing. So, like, yes, context-wise. In, in yeah, man. It was in game was 10 years 20 movies in the making i can't believe this exists i can't believe that this is what close to like 20 20 years of movies yeah all I mean, being the first spider-man came out like 2001 right 2001 2002 yeah, yeah. so and and the the other crazy thing and again sorry shannon Definitely want you to go. Like, you, no. this gave me closure in, f- like, five movies that are not associated with this universe. I got closure for those five movies mm-hmm. in this one movie that really wasn't connected to those five movies all at once. Dog, in this Has that movie, ever happened before? Nels, in this movie is... Low key, a short film to the Amazing Spider-Man universe. Yes, <laughs> like yes, like are you it, kidding me? <laughs> and it, it made it honestly. This it was made Spider-Man Three for Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Like it made me appreciate the Amazing Spider-Man like so much more because, and like in all honesty, if we were to you know to rank or whatever, I think probably my least favorite Spider-Man movies are the Amazing Spider-Man like you know one and two. 
and then to see like for them to pull it together and then you know Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and, and that stuff I'm like yo bro like I appreciate you more now and and just like you know how all of this ties together so I'm like to yeah. do to do that was no easy feat and I'm sure they knew they were doing it like everybody knows like nobody really liked the amazing Spider-Man like not in comparison yeah. to the other Spider-Mans that exist Garfield was never the problem in those movies yeah he was never the problem I I personally Agreed. Loved him as Spider-Man. Um, he was never the problem in those movies. My problem with the Amazing Spider-Man universe is they try to do the, oh, you were always destined to be Spider-Man. This was your destiny, Peter Parker. Or you have special blood, like the chosen one route. I personally hated that because the whole point of Peter Parker is it could have happened to anybody, but it happened to him. Yeah. And with this ability and power, he chose to become Spider-Man. That's the whole point. He wasn't destined for it. He was just a kid from Queens who got bit by a radioactive spider like you do. And this is what happened. So, but yeah, other than that, I never, Garfield was the favorite part of those movies for me. It was like everything else. It was the the blue Jamie Foxx and... <laughs> It, dog, and then, and then the Blue Jimmy Fox, and then at the end of the movie, he plays rock and roll, the itsy bitsy spider with electricity. It's just the most random shit I've ever seen in my life. He's just, hey, Spider Man. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what is this? The so power it's, it's, of good writing and good directing turned that to what we just saw. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, amazing. Like, the power of good writing and good directing. Turn that thing into charismatic Jamie Foxx. But by the way, y'all, this is another brother with electric powers. Again. <laughs> Again. What is up with black people with electricity in Hollywood? <laughs> I don't When I, don't I was know, seeing though. him float in electric, I was like, damn, it Mark's right again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, they always like throwing black people with electric powers. It's like, yeah, we could do other shit. Y'all seen Black Panther, right? Like, yeah. we could lift <laughs> stuff with our mind. Electricity, <laughs> electricity, take it or leave it. <laughs> Funny enough, but, yeah. So as as we mentioned him, let's talk about the villains for just a second. Uh, so, so this is this is something that like I sort of question. Like I've been looking at it a little more. So in the Amazing Spider-Man two, and I'm I I truly can't remember, so I'm just trying to recall. He never knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, right? Because wasn't he technically the only of the villains? He was possibly, yeah. You know, all the all the villains are there because you know the spell got got botched and everything. Yeah. So everybody there is supposed to be like, I know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but he doesn't. No, so he like doesn't. the question that sort of comes to mind is he possibly as we you know let's let's take it back to Loki or something. Is he possibly like a variant from you know or something like that? And and, not- and Shannon, that I I heard a theory about that because it's the same thing that um he might be a variant and that's why his skin isn't like blue mm-hmm. and and all that good stuff. So um that could be a plot hole, but I think this world that is created is we can find a way to make that make sense, and I think that he is a different variant. Of that Jamie Foxx um is a is a good enough answer, at least for me. I tell you the truth, I wasn't dog, I I didn't like <laughs> there's a saying 
when when you're like when the stuff when when your content is good people will ignore the strings right mm-hmm. if you're doing a puppet show and the puppets are killing it people aren't going to care that they see the strings if your show sucks if the content sucks people are going to start calling out the the bad puppets the strings all that stuff i didn't care i wasn't like oh he does it i was like jamie fox rocking the tims electric powers let's go <laughs> uh-huh. jamie fox with an arc reactor yeah yeah with an arc reactor with electric powers like the danger of that and getting jamie fox's like that alone him alone is a big bad villain can you imagine an arc reactor and electric powers that's a movie villain that's an iron man villain dog that's yes. that's a that's an iron man villain. And he was just <laughs> like one of the villains <laughs> he's just one of yeah hey real quick while we're talking about villains i just want to say uh about spider-man villains in general right and i talked to my brother and i talked to uh otis shout out to otis about this spider-man villains have zero accountability what do I mean by that, right? Spider-Man, let me let me set up an origin story for a Spider-Man villain. Spider-Man swinging through Manhattan, sees a guy about to get hit, hit by a truck, saves the guy. Hey, man, you all right? Yeah, thanks, Spider-Man. Wow. All right, take, it, take care. He swings away. Guy goes home. Honey, I met Spider-Man. His apartment's empty. His wife left him. It says, I want a divorce. And he'll be like, curse you, Spider-Man. Like... <laughs> Like they blame everything on Spider-Man, dog. Jamie Foxx, his Spider-Man wasn't even in the vicinity of what happened to him. It's Spider-Man's fault. Like, 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 <laughs> like everything is Spider-Man's fault. Spider-Man saves Doc Ock from blowing up, <laughs> blowing up everybody in his apartment. He's like, no, Spider-Man did it. He's the reason why I'm this way. I'm like, dog, and it kills me. All it's Spider-Man further, villains are the same way. <laughs> it's further evidence that Spider-Man, like it's shocking that he's not black. Yes. Like, yes. It's just <laughs> further, further evidence. And that. Was, that was something I used in high school. I used to always say that. I'm like, yo, Queens, this one is aunt and uncle. He's black. Bro, like, Peter Parker's a black guy. Yeah, you don't got no money. I think like, Peter Parker's black. But uh, so when Jimmy Fox like said that to Andrew that he always thought he was black, that that like I like literally cheered in the movie theater when I saw that. And Andrew was like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, yeah he's like, uh, he's like, "Sorry, man." <laughs> My apologies. Oh, God. Yo, so let's let's just quickly um, and uh, th- again, we got plenty to talk about, but like. I am curious, how did y'all feel like when you saw, I mean, I, we love to talk about the moments that like were amazing in this movie, but how did y'all feel when you saw like the, the reveals of the other two Spider-Man? Like what was going through your mind when that, when you started to see what was about to happen? Yo, I was, for me, I was like, finally, like, like it, Felt good because, you know, I feel like we have been hearing the rumors for so long and it just made sense. It's like they have to be in here, but there was never anything that confirmed it. And especially the way Marvel is, like, I feel like there have been things that have in the past that has been like, this is an obvious move. You got to do this. And then it doesn't happen. So you just don't know for sure. And so finally, uh, yeah, like in the theater, when they opened the portal and then you see. Uh, I mean, why am I blanking on his name? The, uh, <laughs> our, our, yeah. Our, our, Andrew. 
no, not Andrew. Uh, Toby. Yeah, Toby. Yeah, like when they open the portal, you see Toby, like you know, come through. Or um, no, Dag. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm blanking. Which was the very first one? It was Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Garfield yeah, was that was the very Andrew, first. One. Yeah. yeah, my mistake. I'm uh, getting when they came in wrong. But yeah, when they did that, and then Andrew Garfield comes in, like you're already sort of thinking. You're like, wait, I don't. I don't think this is Tom Holland, like, you know, cause he's still in the suit and like the suit look a little different. He moving different. And then he takes, you know, the mask comes off and you're like, yo, they did it. Like in the theater, I started clapping. Uh, I was the only one for a second. I, looked like, I was like, I'm like, like, y'all don't see this too. <laughs> like, yeah. Shannon, like, not wow. to interrupt you. Cause I want you to finish, but we're folks like, I'm curious if the energy was like, yo, this isn't real. This isn't happening. Like, was this shock? Cause I think that was the same energy there. I think people were in disbelief, like no way this is happening. Like, I don't believe that this isn't really happening. And then when Toby came in the screen, that's when everybody went crazy. Cause I think they were realizing it was actually happening. Yeah. But again, yeah, no, no. And, and I mean, may, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Cause I was, I was like, yo, this is, this is not the place for me. Like if y'all, if y'all can't bring this energy, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to stay and finish this movie, but just know who I don't appreciate the energy that y'all not giving right now. Uh, but, but no, I was, yeah, I was, I was hyped when it happened. I clapped and everything. And I was like, yo, they are doing it. They really got all three. And so, yeah, that's, that was, that was my moment. That's how I felt. Bruh. When, when the portal opened, I, from jump, I knew it was Garfield. Cause like the eyes of the suit and my inner, I was like, I, I saw a uh, shout out to Esco who's been on the show. I saw the movie with Esco. And when I saw Garfield and they're like, Peter, and they're like waving to him, my energy was like in the beginning of um, <laughs> of Jurassic Park where like doc, Dr. Grant sees the dinosaurs and he like, he's like taking off his glasses. And I was like, <laughs> like I was like, he did it. The crazy son of a bitch did it. <laughs> like, like, and then and then when like Toby comes in, I'm like, they're moving in herds. They do move in herds. <laughs> like, like I had that same energy, dog. I was like, I can't believe it. I had like I knew something in the back of my like, you know, you heard the rumors, but like they really, they really did it, bruh. When Garfield came in, my theater exploded. Like I I I couldn't hear anything he said. Once he came through the portal and took off his mask for like, like five or ten seconds after, and then when Toby came in, like I didn't hear none of that dialogue, like because like when that portal opened up and and you can kind of see like the theater, he didn't even walk through. Like my theater went nuts, and when Toby walked through, I, I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, ooh, they could have gave this man a little bit of a CGH. <laughs> <laughs> age makeup yeah. but no he's still he's still killing it dog and I, I like it he's a he's a aged seasoned spider-man um so but nah man i was i was just like i can't believe this is happening and it's happening in an organic way the mcu has done one thing everything in it has been organic it has happened they let it breathe and things don't happen in the mcu until they're ready to make them happen the fact that Daredevil Matt Murdock is an afterthought. Yes, his yeah, I forgot he was in the movie. Afterth- <laughs> you for- exactly. Forgot the fact that the that <laughs> the fact that like he came through and he really is a good lawyer. If you want to keep it a buck, 
Um, the fact that like that was like, huh? and then later on, you had like I, they are so good. Like Kevin Feige, thank you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like thank you, thank you, thank you. Because what? So I was I was so distraught that when I saw the the portal open and I saw like a dark Spider Man figure, I was like. Okay, well, there is Venom. This is a true Sinister Six movie. Mm. Like, there's now six folks, and things are just going to get worse for everyone. But then it got closer, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Spider-Man. And then he took off the mask, and I was like, Andrew, Shannon, I was just like you. I, I almost stood up. I was like, yes, yes. But everybody else was quiet. And I yeah. was in the hood, Magic Johnson Theater. <laughs> so I was like, Do what's you see? Going on? Do you see? Witness me. <laughs> like, so yeah, like and and at this point, it was like there were we were already like an hour and a half in, I think. Yeah. Right? Like we were we were in. So I was like, yo, I cannot believe the audacity, like the balls. To tr- to even think you could pull this off, like Sony and and Kevin Feige to think that they could pull this off, and then they actually did it. Mm-hmm. I I when I got in the car, I so I was quiet. You know, I I watched the solo dolo. I was quiet when I left the theater. I talked to the old boy because he he need he needed to talk to somebody. I went into the car. I turned off the radio. <laughs> I text. I text Mark and our mutual friend. It was like, I just finished, <laughs> and then I drove home. And as I was driving on the highway, all of a sudden I started yelling. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> "Come on!" He's like, like the, the, "The balls! The balls!" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I feel like I was, I was like that, like, yeah, definitely driving home. I feel like at least two different times I said, they did it. Are you for real? Are you for real? <laughs> yes, luckily I was by myself and somebody would have been like, what are you even talking about? I was just like, are you for real? <laughs> and it's so crazy because even before Tom and Toby show up, this is a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. It's like really good. And so to just throw that on top of it, it's like, you know, the Mark, like they didn't need them. They, they didn't, didn't need them. It was already it. a great movie. <laughs> so it just like shot it up. It was like a shot of adrenaline in the middle of like a football game. You didn't need it. Yeah. Oh man, it was I, good. I just want to say, man, this movie. I, I think I need more Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I hey, he was the unsung hero for me in this movie. Like he might be my favorite part, dog. He was on point with the comedy. Mm-hmm. His, his acting was great. Bruh, one of my favorite moments in this movie isn't even a big moment, but it's when Andrew and Toby first arrive and they kind of like, you know, shoot webs at each other, they dodge it. And then Ned's mom, uh, grandma ask them to clean up and then andrew turns around he's like oh okay and he starts like picking up the like spice racks and stuff that he knocked over bro just the physical comedy acting of him doing that it killed me i was so done because we i've done that before everyone's done that but like oh so, sorry sorry and it's <laughs> Yo, so even, even, even from the beginning when he popped in it's like Bruh, they trying to be like, you know, prove that you're a Spider-Man or whatever, you know, he's hanging on the wall. And then his 
what his grandma or his, yeah his grandma is like once again she's like basically can you go clean the cobweb that's in the corner like if you can if you can if you can climb him, he's just like okay upside down on the ceiling can you just get that cobweb back and bro you know what that that energy right there that's spider-man that is spider-man like spider-man like he fights these villains he saves new york from blowing up but he's also that guy where someone's like, hey, Spider-Man, I locked myself out my apartment. <laughs> like, like, he's that guy. And like, that's, I love that, dog. Anytime I can see that kind of like neighborhood Spider-Man, just like the mundane casualness of life. But Spider-Man, I love that stuff. That's a personal favorite for me. Mm-hmm. It, it was, how impressive was it that, like, Andrew, it hasn't been that long since he's played Spider-Man. But Toby showed up as 2000 peter parker like he was you know very chill very like quiet very like socially awkward but still like powerful and brave in his own way and i was just like man you haven't played this character in so long but yet i see spider-man like you're just an older version of spider-man who's gone through like real trauma no i'm with you it looks like he's been playing spider-man since the end of the last, like he didn't miss a beat. It looks like he's just like, we didn't know, but in his spare time, he's just been, he's been Peter Parker acting, method acting, because he knew this movie was coming out 20 years later. Like, it feels like he yep. did not miss a beat. Yep. He captured Amazing. that same, that same Toby Peter Parker energy, but it's like, he feels more confident in himself as Spider-Man. He's seasoned, he's seen it all. He's got words of wisdom. And Nels, I, I, I brought this up to you. I think this movie solidifies that Toby is the Peter B. Parker from the Into the Spider-Verse movies. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that. I think I, I think, think like because when he comes through the portal, he I, I and like because my crowd was cheering, maybe y'all heard him. I feel like he said something like, I got the sense there was another Peter that needed me, or something like that. And then yeah. he said, when he was like, but wait, you guys aren't his friends. And I was like, what is he talking about? But I think he was expecting Miles. He's expecting to run into Miles. And so, and he looked like he just like kind of been there before. Like, oh, a, a portal? Like, yeah, I've done this. He and was then not the, shook at all. He wasn't like, shook. He was just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something new. So yeah. I think it's clear to say that. that and, and, the, and to bring, bro, this movie goes so deep. To bring in Spider-Verse and then at the end of the movie, I've only like played the game a little bit, but Peter's apartment at the end of the movie is apparently his apartment in the Sony Spider-Man game. It's like the same layout, apparently. Mm. And so this, these, the balls on, I feel like Sony, I low-key kind of hate Sony in all this because i feel like they are the kid who just puts their name on the assignment at the, <laughs> at the end because like dog they 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 you know how to pick a bright partner but i'm not i'm not mad dog. they're like yo not only are we not going to pay for any of this we're going to put our name all over the front and the back end of this movie and this is going to be a prequel to our video game <laughs> like, yeah you know 
you know it is and because because there's like there's no way that that sony and they that they paid that much attention to detail and everything it was like like marvel did that heavy lifting and yeah yeah let's stamp our name right here oh. uh and 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 having and what having played the like like i've played both of them the the uh the recent like by sony the spider-man uh game on ps4 and then right after that the miles morales one and i'm like this fits in just like right perfect like perfectly with that uh and then i can imagine that with ps5 being out they maybe they come out with another spider-man that then like you know perfectly segues from this movie you know that maybe has some uh some spider-verse stuff going on so so yeah it does was that his apartment does that line up does it look just like his apartment in the video game uh so well yeah 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 because i was i was thinking about the uh sorry i was thinking about miles morales and so obviously not miles morales but uh in terms of the yeah this the dag the first spider-man on you know ps4 uh, mm-hmm. the one before miles morales i'm like it does it does look like it yeah i will say it does look like and, it a lot. and doesn't aunt spoilers for those games but do they start out with aunt may dying Nah, nah. She isn't it uh, like a virus that he has to go get the like cure for? Yeah, yeah. Plot of Spider Man One. Yeah, no. In the so in the the PS4, you know, the Spider Man. I'm trying to think. She she dies, but it's it it is sort of like a a, some virus gas thing or something like that. So she, I believe, she does end up dying, but it's you know, like obviously, it's not like in this movie. Like she doesn't get essentially by green goblin but but in this universe created with variants and timelines they could easily you're saying they could easily this, we could easily go from no way home to the sony games to like something oh, yeah. else okay. yeah 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 because because like i said i i can i can see them coming out in another year or however long it takes them to make a video game like because they've already got like miles morales and spider-man like i mean and spider-man 2 is coming out soon the oh into the, the spider verse oh, yeah. yeah 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 it sure is no yeah. no no the the next video game so there was spider-man then mm-hmm. there was spider-man miles morales and now the spider-man the first one is getting the sequel gotcha. yeah. called spider-man 2 so like yeah yeah and it's yeah we're we're, yeah. we're we have we haven't really seen i mean we've seen like you know a trailer or two on that one i think venom's gonna be in it but who knows they might go into some spider venom stuff. and um Ray, uh, Craven, Craven's gonna be in it too. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. fellas, there are, there are some key stuff that I want to talk to y'all about, and like y'all, we have a special treat from y'all. Um, later on in the episode, you'll get to hear from uh, the uh, superhero roundtable. But fellas, there's just a couple things that that we gotta talk about. Um, like I definitely want to hear moments, but like before we we hear moments, like I I. I just have to throw this out there. We got a whole ass trailer <laughs> at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Not not like a five second, here's what's going to happen soon. Not a, oh, get hyped for like this uh, 30 second cutscene. We got a whole ass trailer to Doctor Strange. And like, like what, what do y'all have any theories or thoughts? Because we know that like there's been greenlit for the next three Spider-Man movies. They didn't confirm it was going to be Tom Holland. They said Tom Holland would be in the future, 
for crossover movies, but they yeah. didn't specify that the next three Spider-Man movies coming out would be Tom Holland Spider-Man. And we know how the movie ends with Tom Holland pretty much wearing like the authentic age old Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Um, and the symbiote showing up in the first uh, end credit scene. Like, I'm just curious, what, what are y'all thinking the future is going to be MCU related, Spider-Man related um, that you're like looking forward to? So real, real quick, before we even get into that, I just want to like stress that, like to quote my boy Drake, man, what a time to be alive. <laughs> like the, the I, I, I like younger listeners or just younger people in general, like this, what you have here, what is happening would not even be thought of when we were growing up. This is, dog, this is, no, you read comics. This is basically comic books come to cinema. It is to the point now where you got to be educated 10 movies deep to know where these movies are going. And they don't care if you haven't seen them. They're like, the audience, you're either with us or you're not. So we're not going to be like, last time on Marvel, last time on Spider-Man. They're just getting into it. And I'm, I'm, I'm just like, yo, what... Like the fact that studios trust people to pick up multiverse and and different universes and different the same superhero, bro. Like I feel like when we were growing up, studios would be like, "No, they're too stupid." What more than one Spider-Man? The audience is going to be confused. But just the fact that like this is the new norm, and movies just get into it, it just kind of blows my mind. So I just want to like state that before we even get into it. Yeah. And yo, I, I love I love that you mentioned that, Mark, because it's also it's not even just the movies. It's across platform. So they're they're having the faith that you have watched all the Spider-Man movies, all the Marvel movies in general, and that you've watched the Disney Plus shows. And to be real, to probably fill in some gaps, you've maybe listened to some YouTube uh, people who give the reviews and, and say theories and stuff that you've probably even done that. So Max. I'm they just know. like they know you're know. watching those videos. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh, we got something for your ass. Like they, yeah. do, they definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, like never has there been anything like that where, like, like you said, even even outside the movies, they're like, okay, we hope you watched all our shows. Matter of fact, we know you watched all the shows. So let's pick up from uh, let let's take this piece from Loki. We know you'll get it. All right, let's go ahead and throw this in here <laughs> in this movie. You watched it, yo, shit, yeah. that's. <laughs> Dog, it, no, you're like, like, oh, you like, watched it. We know you oh, watched it. You know you watched Loki. Oh, oh yeah, that little animated show we made. What if? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to enhance your 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 movie watching. Do you didn't watch it? Yeah, your problem. Yeah. We're throwing <laughs> we're throwing we're throwing Doctor Strange that stuff into the movie. It just it's like it's pretty amazing, dog. Oh, you didn't you didn't watch not even cross platform. You didn't watch the Netflix shows that have mm-hmm. some type of tie into our shows. Yeah, that's your problem. it is what it is (laughs) bro we mixed in netflix sony movies from 20 years ago the mcu that's already 25 movies deep like and then what four marvel tv shows four or five marvel tv shows Mm -hmm. what the hell and one that is based, and one that's purely based on hypotheticals. Even yeah. when- <laughs> it's literally called "What If." What if this happened? <laughs> I love it. I love that. 
<laughs> it's literally yeah, like it's true. Hey, why not? Why not? Like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what do y'all what do y'all think is gonna happen? What what are you banking on? What are you excited about? So I I think man, I so I think we'll get a little bit of break from Spider-Man, right? Because what I think is gonna happen, well, one, and 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 dog, the marketing. I just gotta I I think whenever this comes out, we might see Spider-Man in the last episode of Hawkeye. Hawkeye comes out. That that this, is something that people are uh talking about because this movie ends it looks like it ends on christmas yeah and hawkeye is leading up to like it looks like it's going to end on christmas so we might see spider-man and then the 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 steve rogers um spoilers for hawkeye the steve rogers broadway play while when they're web and you can see the billboard signs for the steve rogers play in this movie um Oh but damn! You could you see? You I didn't see even play. notice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's right in the beginning when him and MJ are swinging through New York. Um, me, first, I don't know. I think we're going to take a little break from Spider Man, and what I think is going to happen is they're going to let if Tom wants to come back, they're going to let him age up, and then because they set it up that Spider Man is now in this universe just doing his old thing. He's not affiliated with anybody no one remembers him he's just that that guy in new york that swings around and helps people so the avengers can go to outer space thor can go have adventures everyone can go do their thing and then i think maybe we come back a couple years later and it's an older peter parker in this universe and we're setting up miles because the whole jimmy fox bit like i feel like that that was done on purpose yeah he's like oh maybe there's a black spider-man out there somewhere and uh donald glover low-key mentioned his uh i think nephew. no low-key he, he, he showed up yeah his nephew i don't know if he said miles or um but he mentioned his nephew who is miles morales yeah and so we know miles lives in this universe so i think it's going to be another organic maybe a couple years down the line three or four years who knows but it is, we're looking at organic setup to miles morales being the the MCU's new Spider-Man. Yeah. No, that's that's a good one. Uh my yeah, my thought is I'm sure we'll get at least like one more Spider-Man movie before maybe it's like the the big thing and he's back, you know, maybe with Avengers or doing something huge. But I think this gives them an opportunity to similar to what you're saying to put him back to sort of street level stuff. Yes. Uh, you yes. know, because cuz yeah, really every one of the Tom Holland Spider-Man so far, they've been sort of like beholden to somebody. It's like this strong tie with Iron Man. I'm doing stuff with the Avengers. Um, you know, he hasn't really been standalone, uh, you know, much. Where, whereas I think now, because essentially everybody has forgotten who he is, uh, you know, and, and there's been all these changes and now we see Daredevil, you know, being in there. I think there might be the potential for maybe next movie maybe it's like a spider-man daredevil team up and it's more so some street level stuff maybe dealing with kingpin and some other things uh maybe there's like one of those and then something happens and maybe it goes back into okay now we're getting into into some more multiverse 
space, you know, something like that. But like I said, yeah. I, I, I really like how they allowed that to happen to get basically to much of the Spider-Man that we've known from other movies and things where it's more so, you know, street level, not as huge as saving completely the world, but saving the city, you know? They, they made him the neighborhood Spider-Man at the end yeah. of this. It, it's funny, they, they, they reversed what the, they did with the Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles started off street level, and then next thing you know, they're out in outer space fighting the Triceratons, you know, all the all this stuff, fighting monsters going through time. It's like they started there with Spider-Man in the MCU, and now we're at street level Spider-Man. It's it's pretty, pretty awesome. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts, fellas? Any other moments you want to share? Well, actually, the, well, there is one. Like, um, and you'll you'll be hearing it soon, but like. William Defoe. William Defoe. And he William Defoe pretty much was like, in case y'all were wondering who is the pinnacle villain for Spider-Man, the answer is me. <laughs> He's like, the answer is me. You're welcome. Because and Mark, Mark, I actually asked this question to a, a couple of folks, and you'll hear it on the superhero roundtable. But like, Mark, you you're a huge Spider-Man fan. Like, who is the definitive bad guy for Spider-Man? Like, I, I felt like that question. Yeah. So, I mean, it is now. Hey, I mean, without well, a doubt, it is now. But dog, has it always it, been Green Goblin? Bruh, it, it like, I remember in the, in, the, in the cartoon, you know, with the Green Goblin showing up. Dog, there's, I recommend to any Spider-Man fan, um, Spectacular Spider-Man. That movie has, that show has several arcs with the Green Goblin. Norman Osborn, it, it, the Green Goblin's almost Spider-Man's like Lex Luthor almost, you know, mm-hmm. he's just like always there. But, bro, I think this solidified it, though. Norman Osborn, Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin, he is Spider-Man's number one. Watch out. I'm coming to get you. I'm the Joker to your Batman. I'm the Lexi Superman. That if it wasn't solidified, it was solidified now because oh, your boy sure William was. Defoe, bro. When when Nails texted me, <laughs> when Nails texted me to tell let me know he was done, I was I was watching the movie and I'm like, yeah, I'm at the part where William Defoe was whooping that ass right now. <laughs> like, like, bruh, that fight scene. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like that was whoo. <laughs> he suplexed him down three flights of stairs in a condo in Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. What, <laughs> bro? And I just dog, and and William Defoe was probably the best part of that first Tobey Maguire movie. Like the acting, yeah. he it, it, it he he was just cheesy enough, but like sinister enough. Like I say, your next time, Spider Man. Like, <laughs> and it, and anytime you have a villain like that, where it's almost like a lose-lose situation with them. Like you essentially have three choices. It's like, I mean, obviously they can defeat you, you know, game over, they win. Uh, You can say, I don't know, do the thing where you lock them up, you beat them, but you lock them up and it's, you know, safely or whatever, then you win. But then that third option is like, you could kill them, meaning you stop them, but then essentially they win because now, you know, a chunk of your humanity or whatever, you know, they've taken that. So like anytime you, you have a villain that sort of puts you in that position where it's a, it's three choices and two of them, essentially they win like, yo, and like, that's what that that last choice is really hard. 
Look, because yeah. William <laughs> Defoe was whooping that ass. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know if you could just lock me up. And by the way, I'm going to try to kill everyone you love while yeah. you try to safely lock me up. Mm-hmm. Either, I, this movie addresses something that I've kind of had an issue with, with comic book movies in general. And it's like, you kill the villain after the movie. At the end of the movie, you kill the villain. And that's how the hero wins. I'm like, that's not really like... I get it. I'm not complaining, but no, you know, that's not comics really. Like, like, can't we do something like these, these uh, stories well, don't unless end. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman be killing, but outside <laughs> well, of- no, I'm, and I'm not saying like <laughs> heroes that can't kill, but just like the, the reason why these villains and these arcs are so big is because they multi, they clash multiple times and they have a history. You know, so like I just thought that was kind of cool that like this Spider-Man was like, well, Spider-Man doesn't kill, but this movie's like, hey, let's try to figure this out without having to kill off our villains. But um, nails, man, moments, bruh, come on, man, How, you can't ask me that. Moments, like this movie, <laughs> just the, the one, movie, the movie, <laughs> the movie from beginning to end. And I'll tell you like moments. this: yes. I need. I need a Spider-Man podcast where Toby, Garfield, and and Holland all pretend to be Peter Parker and just have a podcast together as Peter Parker. Would their interactions this movie on point, bro? Like, yo, yo, it was fantastic. It was great, and like, I wonder if some folks because it it did kind of slow the movie down, but. It was so enjoyable. Like I was nerding the hell out. Cause like, I don't even know if they were acting or they were just talking like three yeah. folks who just so happened to have acted as Spider-Man before. But I I thoroughly enjoyed Just it. all the like, things where they're so talking good. about Toby's web shooters. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell is that? That comes out of you. Does <laughs> yeah. it come out of other places? Uh-huh. <laughs> Picking on his clothes. So Peter like, Parker, you, though. Yeah. Picking on his clothes. It's like, you a youth pastor? Or... <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Peter Parker. Did y'all catch the uh, Spider-Man 3 joke? Yes. So... So when they were like, Tom Holland was like, I'm Spider-Man 1. He pointed to Toby, he said, you're Spider-Man 2. He pointed to Andrew, said, you're Spider-Man 3. And Andrew was like, eh, okay. The, he was the only one that didn't get a Spider-Man 3 Bruh, movie. Uh, <laughs> dog, the, so when he was like, oh, Spider-Man 3, okay, I, I, I see. Hey, bro, the energy, dog, I love Andrew Garfield in this movie because like the energy he brought to that, because he's like, yo, these other two Spider-Man are pretty badass. Like, I'm not that dope of a Spider-Man. And then when he's like, okay, Peter 1, Peter 2, and he's like, Peter 3, and he's like, all right, I'm Peter 3, I'm Peter 3. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> like, I guess so. He's like, look, like, dog, his energy in this movie was so funny, bro. And then when Tom Holland shows up, and they're like, they're arguing, he's like, hey, everyone, everyone be quiet and listen to Peter 1. <laughs> what? And they're like, who the hell made you Peter one? Bruh, like, it was so good, man. And then when 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 Garfield's like, I've always wanted brothers, I just like, I don't know, man. I love that stuff, man. I And when they hugged each other at the end, and and, and then Garfield's holding Toby, he's like, you're in so much pain, aren't you? Yeah. He's, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in a lot of pain. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, at the end, yo, when, when Toby got stabbed and, and they're like, are you okay? He's like, uh, you know, 
This is the first time I've gotten stabbed. (laughs) Apparently, Toby was supposed to die. And Tom Holland went to the director and was like, I don't know if we should do this. I think. So good call. I'm glad he did it. Good call, Tom. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he did it. But, but, um, dog, just real quick before we move on. And then Tom Holland returning the favor and then knocking the living, you know what, out of Norman. I, bruh, I was like, yo, is someone going to stop him? I haven't <laughs> seen I haven't seen Spider-Man beat somebody that ruthlessly outside of comic books. I've seen him do it in comics. Bruh, it looked yeah. like the trailer. I've never seen it in a movie before. It looked like the trailer to the Batman. And he's like, who the yes. hell are you? Justin. Bruh, he was unconscious eight hits ago. <laughs> yes. Yes, man. But yeah, so so yeah, so this is like maybe the first time that he didn't hold back on punches because because didn't they say something about like maybe it was Andrew Garfield? Yeah, someone, Andrew he said he saying, pulls his punches. Yeah, typically. pulls his punches, and so this is maybe like Tom Holland's first time being like, "No, I'm gonna punch a person as hard as I can." And whew. yeah, well, Garfield, Garfield, what do you say? Which why I kind of pulling need, his punches. Yeah, I need another Garfield movie because like, yo, what does that look like? What is this mm-hmm. this spider-man who's not afraid to kill people look like like this broken spider-man so and 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 bruh just the audacity of all this i'm not gonna see this movie but in the michael morbius trailer there's a poster of spider-man and morbius walks by and it says murderer on it Mm -hmm. so is that garfield you know what i mean like just like it's amazing the places this movie has has taken but and dog we haven't even talked about dr strange no one has brought up dr strange amazing <laughs> is it, is it, we i don't know how many how long we've been recording but we have yet to talk we talked about the trailer <laughs> for dr strange but like this was a spider-man dr strange movie and dr strange was great in the movie the the spider-man dr strange fight was dope mm-hmm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And we, yeah, yeah. So Benedict Cumberbatch clearly, like, they were setting it up for him to be like the new, like, mentor for Spider Man. And that lasted about mm, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and we got what we got, which was amazing. I have to ask y'all the question, though. And, um, you know, however you answer it is what it is. It's on wax. And I am also naming, I'm still on an emotional high. So, it is what it is. Um, where are you ranking this movie? Of all time. Where are you ranking this movie? Oh, of all time. Not not just among the Spider-Man, but of all no. time. Of all time. Oh, all time. Okay. Man, Nels. Um, I'll tell you this. I, I'm a person who likes to let the dust settle. And... With that being said, we also in a couple months are going to get the Into the Spider-Verse 2 movie, which before this movie came out was undoubtedly, you know, without a doubt, Gnanus be the best Spider-Man thing ever created. So who knows what's going to happen? I'll tell you this. Whenever you talk about the greatest movies of all time, this has to come up. 
this movie has to come up. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Like, this movie has to be talked about. Not saying it has to be the best, but this movie has to come up now. Yeah. For me, uh, yeah, the dust hasn't completely settled, but I'm definitely going to say, even when the dust settles, it's it's going to be in my top five. It's going to be in my top five. And I'm also thinking about what is the difference of seeing this? Because th- this is my thought here. What is the difference of seeing this? Now, obviously, our knowledge, we've seen the basically 20-something years of uh, what feels like 20-something years of uh you know, all the Spider-Man movie, all the Marvel, all of this and that. So obviously there's a certain level that we're really taking things in with. But what if someone walks into the theater and it's like, oh yeah, I like Spider-Man and just watches this movie without all of that? No. I think they would still be, I, I think they would still be amazed and they would still be like, yo, this was an amazing movie. They're not going to have that same depth, as, you know, as us. That like, But that, that's how I feel about it. I, I think someone could walk in and be like, Oh yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, I've heard of him and I used to see the cartoon, you know, and just watch this. Shannon. I think they'd still, yeah. It is our duty as movie watchers and Spider-Man fans, if anyone knowingly walks into that movie without seeing the the, the pre-material, we have to get them out of that theater (laughs) for their own good. We have to do whatever it takes to get them out out of there. Get out! And, yeah. and tell them to go watch the Raimi movies and Amazing Spider-Man and the MCU build up because I, it, it's just like, dog, it's like, I don't, it's, it's like taking a five course meal and then just putting ketchup all over it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you gotta wine and dine this thing. You gotta taste every bit. You gotta be like Cypher in the Matrix, like mm, bliss. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like you gotta start from the beginning to really get the the gist of what this is saying and get something out of it. You gotta do it right. You gotta do this one. You gotta do right. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I, I know, agree. Yeah, no, but I think to Shannon's point. Even if someone didn't do it right, they're still going to enjoy this movie. Yeah, now I strongly not, recommend yeah. that you do it right mm-hmm. so you can enjoy it. I was have y'all y'all seen the I know y'all seen the five heartbeats. I was sitting in the theater. Y'all remember the scene when uh, Eddie Kane got back on the mic to, to save the day and try to like serenade the crowd, and the girl was sitting in the front row with the red pants and she was just squirming. That was me in the movie theater. <laughs> that was me watching this movie. <laughs> it was like Eddie Kang was singing to me. Um, so I gotta, um, I'm, I'm, I, I agree with the dust settling, even though I think the dust is settled. To me, I'm, I don't know if Dark Knight is better than this movie. I don't know. I don't know. And I have, you, if you've been a member of the pop cult, you know how asinine of a statement that is for me to say nothing is better than Dark Knight in my mind until I saw this movie. And I do not know the answer if Dark Knight is actually better than this. This was, without a doubt, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And the minute it ended, I wanted to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And like I, I, it's crazy. You know, you, 
you know when an, an album comes out, you need to hear it a couple of times before you can actually make a like a call on it. Like love at first sight is like like rare and like I I instantly walked out of that movie theater like I am in love. This is an amazing movie. Um so yeah, I don't I don't know what the number is, but I have never asked the question if this is better than Dark Knight until until this. So no. Well, that's not I... true. I mean for a live action movie cuz I did say this for Into the Spider-Verse. I was like, "Oh, it's pretty good." But yeah. for a live action yeah. movie, I've never I've never asked this. I've never consciously been like, "I need to ask this question." Until so, this movie. No, let me I want to I want to ask you a question and I want to make a statement. One, when is the last time you've seen Dark Knight? A month ago. A month ago. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. In defense of Dark Knight, and this is why I always give Dark Knight so much credit, it is a sequel to one movie. It is building off the universe established in one movie, and it is one of the greatest cinematic things ever created this movie i'm not taking nothing for anyone is building off of 20 years of 20 years of other universes and 10 years of the mcu so like it has a lot working with it a lot going into it um dog people saw this movie this this is a cult this is one of those movies a cultural phenomenon it was like squid game like people watch squid game because they are like i i can't be the only person who doesn't know what squid game is yeah bro i know people who like shannon like you like who have not seen a movie bro i haven't seen a movie since uh knives out that was the last movie i saw in the movie theater and then i saw ghostbuster recently but i was like the only person in the movie theater so like this movie brought people back to the movies and people went to see this on opening night just because they wanted to be able to use the internet. Bro, Thursday, Friday, I didn't go on social media at all. I damn near almost didn't use the internet for two days because I didn't want to be spoiled <laughs> with this movie. So like, I'm, I'm just saying that was like, I, I don't disagree with you, but like, there's so many things coming together in this movie to make it like an experience like no other that Dark Knight didn't have going for it, but Dark Knight still is one of the greatest things ever made. Well, Mark, I, if you're trying to, I mean, like, let's, let's just keep it a buck. The Dark Knight is one of the greatest movies, damn near is the greatest movie of all time. It would have to take what we just saw to compete with the Dark Knight, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know what you're saying, Mark. Like you're saying all oh, this, like I, I, I agree. That's how good the Dark Knight is. It's gonna take I've someone wrapping heard. up every single Spider-Man movie. It's going to have to take, like, it's gonna have to take the most epic thing I've ever seen with one of the only characters that can that can battle against Batman. It's gonna have to take. A Spider-Man No Way Home for me to say, I think I saw a movie better than The Dark Knight. So, I can't, like, I I feel can't you. argue with that. I can't I, argue I with that. I feel you. The Dark Knight is. The Dark Knight is that great. 
it's gonna have to take something like this. Like you, you can't, you can't. I like I saw a perfect Spider-Man movie. I saw a perfect Spider-Man movie that had two other Spider-Man in it. it. Like yes, I, I, I kid you not. They had the deck stacked, and Jamie Foxx. They had Oscar winners playing minor characters in the movie. Bruh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Oscar winners playing minor characters in the movie. Like, I, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. The, it's going to take that for me to, to say something's better than The Dark Knight. So I'm not saying it, but I'm saying No, no, I'm no, no. Question. That's what, that was one of the best arguments I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, fellas, I, I think it's time, unless you all have anything else, where I thought where I um, turn it over to our colleagues, our special guest, um, the folks who always come through anytime there's something superhero related where we need to talk about Marvel or we need to roast Hawkeye for any miscellaneous reason. Um, the superhero roundtable. Yeah, from Universal. And then we can come back up and we can and wrap things up for the show. Let's let's hear from Sound Universe. Good? Yeah, let's hear from Universe eleven seventeen eleven. <laughs> 1117. Let's hear it. <laughs> and, and um, so like we're we'll turn it over to the superhero roundtable. They'll they'll share their thoughts and we'll and we'll come back. So um stay tuned. The time has come. Last time the superhero uh roundtable came together, we were reflecting on uh the Marvel TV shows, and we were like, you know what, next time we'll connect, it might be you know in March when Batman comes out, hmm. when uh, Doctor Strange comes out. And then I, if you remember, if you go back to the episode, I was like, yeah, but Spider-Man's coming out and I know fellas are gonna wanna talk about it. Well, lo and behold, Spider-Man came out. And if you're listening to this, you've probably already watched Spider-Man and you know that we had to get the superhero roundtable to come together to discuss this. So, gentlemen, I'm going to go around and introduce you or say your name and you're going to give a chance to give some quick context, say who you are and everything like that. And then we're going to jump into it. And we're going to ask some tough questions, but there is nobody I trust more than the members of the Superhero Roundtable. All right. Dorian. Hey, happy to be here, bringing the deepest, most thoughtful takes to this group every time. Yes. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Otis. What up? This is your boy, Otis, a.k.a. Otizzle, boss of Art University, a.k.a. I'm here to debate with anybody that has terrible hot takes, but I honestly think we all gonna be on the same page on this one. I think I feel good about it. Okay. Okay. Darius. Darius, hot take God, but <laughs> natural rival to Otis. <laughs> But I, even though Loki, y'all agree on most like, of the stuff, I, I, we actually do. Yeah, deep it's, down. it's a, it's a, it's a deep, deep down hatred. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff, Jeff, big Jeff, I'm just here to stir the pot, ready to have this discussion, man. I've been waiting for this. Jeff, Jeff is the only one who is actually physically not in the same space, and you all can't see Jeff, whether you're watching us live or on here, but Jeff is rocking a Marvel Periodic Table t-shirt, which I'm gonna charge him up later on for. <laughs> I digress. So as a reminder, y'all, the Superhero Roundtable is made up of members 
of the Psi Delta chapter of Omega Sci-Fi, the best chapter in the best frat um, at the best school. Well, I'm right. that's the best school. I don't know how I feel about UNC right now, but um, the best chapter in the best frat of all time. Um, and my brothers, and I love them. And they're all uncles to Ian and Jaden. So gentlemen, let me just put this out here. First and foremost, let's just, let's just set the table real quick before I ask you all some very, and I will name, these are some very hard questions. This movie was amazing, right? Oh. Is that, is that? Absolutely. Chef kids, I'm doing the chef kids right now. Hands down. No, no, I think nobody was disappointed about the movie, right? No, absolutely not. No, yeah. okay, to be disappointed about. All right, and I'm probably, and we're gonna ask a ranking question, but I'm just throwing out there, you thoroughly enjoyed the movie, absolutely, and are and are saying it's up there, right? Top yes. to bottom, top to bottom. Okay, so with that context, please understand and know, folks, that this is an amazing movie, and so we are about to just really have like. A fun time and talk about this amazing movie. So one of the questions um, that this is going to go down a rabbit hole, but what were some of your favorite moments? Who'd like to start? I'll start because like my favorite moment is just like three times. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Darius has seen this three times. Today is Saturday. The movie started playing on Thursday. I've seen it three times already. Um, My favorite moment has to be um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man catching MJ um, as mm. she's falling because it, it he, not only did he do a great acting job, but that redemption was just so obvious and you could see the emotion in his face. Like that was a deep found hurt. So like it just sticks, it just sticks in my head like for him and getting that moment. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll go. I, I think I don't have like a, I have a series of, of favorite moments, but I think the first one was probably again Andrew Garfield when he came in through the portal as Spider-Man because we knew that they were going to be around. We knew the other Spider-Man was going to show up, but we didn't know when or how. And even in that moment, I still thought it was going to be Tom Holland, Peter Parker. And when he took off the mask, it was like, "Oh, it's happening! Like he's here!" And he was Peter Parker, Spider-Man in his own way. And then you know, obviously, uh, God, what's his name? Toby, Toby, Toby. yeah, Toby shows up, same thing, you know, he has his own way of showing up as Peter Parker and not Spider-Man, I I think it was just, you know, chef kiss, and then the the other piece that really spoke to me was just when they all huddled up um, at the end and was like, yo, we're really not working together because we're used to being alone, and Tom Holland's like, I've been, I've been an Avenger, like, I know how this works, and the way they went out and was using each other's webs to fly across, I think that was just like, like they were sitting there watching me where I was like clapping my hands and like cheering, <laughs> knowing that was going on. Real quick, I gotta I gotta imagine because just for context, Otis saw it for the first time today. Okay. Dorian saw it twice, and Darius saw it again three times. So, but they the last time they saw it all together. So, Dorian, how was it? Because y'all had already seen it, but seeing Otis react. To the stuff like how did how did that how how are y'all experiencing that because i can only imagine it was like yep he don't even know what's about to go down like, how was that for y'all yeah me and, i mean i'll say me and dorian were sitting there elbowing each other it's like here, here it comes bro like yeah. I, I really came up here to see otis's reaction yes to everything bro like that it really like i love theater reactions and seeing how people are going to respond to what's on the screen so like that was just a great time jeff 
Oh, uh, for me, I, th I had a lot of similar ones to what, what everybody was talking about, but to go in a different direction, I really got excited when we started seeing the villains earlier in the movie. So Dr. Octavia shows up, Electro shows up. Those little nuggets for me were great. And another part for me, even though it was incredibly sad, was when Aunt May died. But for me, it was one of my favorite moments because by dropping the iconic, you know, with great power comes great responsibility line, just harking it back to the other movies like that. It, for me, I, I cried, but it also was one of my favorite parts. To me, that it was great acting. It was perfectly well-placed, perfectly well-done. Chef's kiss. Yes, man, absolutely. All right, so um, Jeff, you mentioned some of the villains. You mm. mentioned that being dope, one of the dope moments. We low-key got a Sinister Six movie. Yep. Right, like yeah, yeah. something that I think yep. high-key. We high-key got a Sinister Six movie. Like, it, I mean, if you, whatever, if you are alive and have been breathing for at least four years, you at some point have thought about <clears throat> what would it be like to get Spider-Man's villains to all come together and battle Spider-Man? It's happened in almost every media except the movies. So like, we got a Sinister Six movie. Um, and so the question I have for you all is you got to see some of Spider-Man's best villains all in one movie. Which villain would you say was the best villain one of the ones that were in the movie. I'll say it on the count of three because I think we're all going to say the same thing. Okay, let's try it. Jeff, you don't say anything because you on Zoom. It's going to sound awkward when you do it. So you think it in your head. Yeah, type it in the chat, Jeff. I'll go ahead and type it in the chat. Okay. You're going to say the character's name, not the person's name. Yeah, the character's name. All right. One, two, three. Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeff also said Green Goblin. I feel like that's the only answer. Yes, yeah. it's the only answer. So let's just quickly go around and talk about how William Defoe killed it, right? Does that sound good? Okay. Otis, I'll let you start. How, why, tell me about William Defoe. Tell me about Green Goblin. You why know, you I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to start any controversy on this, but William Defoe to me is a top tier actor. But I think in this role, it gave, it, it, he's always giving me crossing over DC Joker vibes. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah. And watching this performance, like, was like peak, like, Joker. Like, I mean, to the to the T. I, I think the fact that he's really not worried so much about killing Peter Parker or Spider-Man, it's just about like I want to make you as miserable as possible. And I don't really care if I win or not. I get peace in making you miserable. Agent, you, agent, you, of, yeah, the, yeah, agent of chaos. chaos. Yeah. Agent yeah. of chaos. Yeah. And and I think the the other piece of it is the curveball is always is because he's sick. So there's still, you know, Osborne in there who's a good guy and doesn't want any of this to happen. But, you know, when Green Goblin takes over, he lets you know that I'm here to take over. And Dorian will tell you, because he was sitting beside me and maybe Darius saw it, but like, 
the scene when they were fighting in Happy's apartment mm-hmm. and Peter was like stealing off on him, Tom Holland and then he was just like laughing harder and harder after every punch. I was like, yo, you can't do nothing with him. <laughs> and then he got thrown out the window and then your boy caught him and threw him back he in. Said, I told you it was going to be consequences. You, I told you it was going to be consequences. He said, he said, get back in there, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't even fight. He didn't even fight Spider-Man. No, he was it, like, I'm throwing you back in here and I'm going to go calm down the sewer somewhere. Definitely like a WWE moment. Get back in the ring. Yeah, it was, <laughs> like, champ. It was like go on, get your medicine, bro. Get your medicine. But yeah, I, I think you want to be the champ. Oh right. God, it's funny. I mean, I, I think he was just just beyond just beyond brilliant, man. I mean, in in, in the way that they set the table for him at the end, I, I truly appreciated it because it almost felt like oh, they kind of won, they cured everybody, and then you still know Green Goblin ain't showed up yet. And it's mm-hmm. like he's coming to like make his like grand finale. So. I masterpiece. I love him. Yeah. For me, I mean, because Otis, Otis hit it on, hit it the hell, uh, the nail on the head. But for me, Green Goblin's the only Spider-Man villain in the movie so far that truly understands like Peter Parker and Spider-Man's like plight. The same way Joker understands like how difficult and like the perils of being Batman. Like he understands mm. the psyche of it. In this movie, when he's like destroying him in front of Aunt May, and he's like, "Morality is your weakness. Like you have all the strength in the world, but yet you're trying to like you could have easily just hit the button, sent us back to die. Mm-hmm. But your weakness is morality, and that's the thing I'm gonna use against you. And it's like that's what that's what this movie got highlighted. Like this is why Green Goblin is like like the arch nemesis is like the big boss because he actually understands the psyche of being Spider-Man. Like yeah. you're out here trying to be two people in the world instead of just being like, just be who you are type deal. And, and that, that was, that was kind of just made it perfect because it's like to Otis's point, he's doing this because he understands the psychological battle. It's not about the physical stuff I'm doing to you. I'm breaking you down like piece by piece yeah. uh, mentally. Yeah. And not to cut you off, the other thing I'll add really quick that I forgot about is that that wasn't even Tom Holland's villain. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know him. Hey, he, yeah, just, he made it real quick. He made it personal. They met about four hours before. Technically, Tom <laughs> Holland didn't even have a, have a villain. Yeah, All his villains were gone. Green Goblin just showed up and was like, you know what? You look like the guy. So, let's say you're a part of that. You got to go to him. What'd you say? What'd you say, Jeff? No, it was just he was just showed up like, hey, your name's Peter Parker. You're a Spider Man. Great, I'm gonna fuck your life up too. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Say less. I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's do it. Darius, I say like everybody. Everybody mentioned everything about Green Goblin, but like the thing that really stuck out to me is like watching him and him mentioning, yeah, morality is your weakness, and every time they gave him an opening. He took it like he's not he wasn't slipping up when they gave him an opening with Aunt May, when they gave him an opening to create so create a cure like he he turns his back on that every single time. And even at the very end, that was like probably the fifth time they were like, hey, chill out and bring God. And he stabbed Toby. We were all like, bro, at this point, we got to kill him. He was just like so maniacal, so. So yeah. menacing. I was like, bro, this dude is dastardly, bro. Like, we, yeah. he can't. Dastardly. He can't. Dastardly. He can't make it out of this situation, bro. Like, at this point, if he dies, he dies. Like, hey, Doctor Strange tried to tell yeah. you, bro. There's no locking the Green Goblin up. Like, yeah. you got a. Hey, Some people can't be. Gotta go. 
Green He's in the joke. He's like in the joke category. Yeah. Like the only the only solution is death, but they don't want to do it because he's too the, good. The villain exactly wins. what he wants. The yeah. villain wins because yeah. you lose yeah. a piece of yourself when you take a life. Yeah, exactly. You break it, so. yeah. Jeff. I'm just what I'm I'm just still thinking about Green Goblin and the acting on here. And I just want to know if I stir in the pot here, I'm trying not to be a prisoner of the moment, but Williams Defoe's acting here. It looked very Heath Ledger-ish to me. Like yeah. this man, this man bodied the role of Green Goblin, but and yes, he played the role before, but to body the role in this way, in this movie, to give it for to, the nostalgia that he gave to all of us, I'm like, this seems very Heath Ledger-ish. I want to see the movie again before I commit to that, but that has got to be some of the greatest acting performances by Bell and I've ever seen. And and Jeff, I'll just say this real quick. I know you mentioned being a prisoner of the moment and I'll just name, I'm still on an emotional high. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, look, that's why we're doing a live reaction. Because, <laughs> you know, it's gonna yeah. be on wax and then we can all laugh about how we reacted to it. But I don't know, man. This is pretty good. I, mean, <laughs> this is I want to good. see it again. I'm jealous of all y'all that got to see the movie two and three times because I, I got to run back for number two. Oh, bro, I just Brother, saw it like five hours ago. <laughs> so now's the time, fellas. Um, the question. Where are you ranking this movie? And look, I'm, I'm straight up going to say like, no, I'm not asking ranking in Spider-Man movies. I'm not even ranking for all of Marvel movies. I'm ranking, I'm talking about superhero movies in general. Where are you ranking this movie? Can we start with one, like a subcategory first? Overall, like. No, mm. you can you can give a subcategory, but I'm asking where are you putting this movie out of all superhero movies? Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll, oh, oh, not just MCU, you're talking about all Yes. For moves that exist. Oh. Yes. I'll go first because I just saw it like a few hours ago and this could be a cop out. I'm just going to say top 10 and mm-hmm. I'll figure out who has to move out. And it's not 10, but I'll just say top 10 and I know somebody that's been in there got to move out now. That's what I'll do with it. Okay. I, will, I, I will say now that you said all, it's still in my top three. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a wrap this up and this may be a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe a hot take, but number one, it's still gonna be Infinity War. Okay. Number two is this Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. number three is Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, my he that's gave my the ranking. That's my top three. I was like, I was like, this is right up. This is one A and one Infinity War is one A, and this is one B. I I have made no critiques for this movie. Let's like, see it. America. Darius put on his big boy pants today. <laughs> love to see it. I'm love not, to see I'm it. I'm not ready to move the film anymore yet. But just love to see it. Dorian? It's top five for me. Mm. Uh, Dark Knight's up there. Endgame is up there for me. And after that, it gets a little fuzzy. This movie is definitely there. And now it's about- It's on that level. It's oh, on that mm-hmm. level. So okay. now it's about figuring out who I shift around that. But like easily- the only mm. the only couple movies I can think of that would give it a run are the Dark Knights, the Infinity Wars. For me, Endgame. Mm-hmm. After that, like the rest of y'all, it's they already don't. It's already pushing y'all down. I just don't know. Right. See, that's why I gotta say ten. myself, but like the first Batman, like nineteen eighty nine, Michael Keaton, like that's top ten for me. 
Oh, like, brother. Because of what they did. I mean, <laughs> what it did. I'm just telling you, Jack Nicholson yeah. playing the Joker, yeah. like Prince doing the soundtrack. Like, again, I'm putting myself I'm taking, out of that. I'm Listen, well, well, now, I feel you. I feel, I feel you, Otis. And I think that's tricky because this is a generational related thing. It's tough. Like, yeah. the, the generation of like, wh- like when we first saw superheroes, none's really being that Batman. Like, that, that 1989 Batman is like, Fantastic. But then there's like another generation of like the Blade era. I was gonna say for me, yeah. my hot take like I said it's a generational My thing, hot take man. was Blade. I was like, man, yeah, Blade, Blade, is, Blade era, is up there for that's me. That's you. That's you. And I, I called it the Blade right. era yeah. for a reason. Like the Blade era, when you're getting that, you're getting like the other Batman movies and like the X-Men's, like or even there's the that era. Or Danny DeVito and Michelle yep. Returns. I put it in that first that's generation. That's the one I really that's one yeah. I put yeah. in the first generation. Or X X2. X2's in that I second like, generation. I like, I like all the X-Men movies. Now, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about 2008 up because the game changed after 2008, 2008 right? Yeah. To the, well, yeah, 2008 so, yeah, so you got, was so you gotta go just the first MCU, Dark Knight uh, yeah. or the first the Batman series. Begins. Yeah. That was when Iron Man came MCU out. That's just right. <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of talking about like Wilt versus um kareem versus mj it's really hard to do that right 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 and, and we're doing it. it yeah we're doing it but it's really hard i'm like bet like the 89 so batman. i respect top 10 yeah not to get off not even to get off track but like the the new um flashpoint preview the shows that they're gonna bring back michael keaton as uh bring back his batman into that like that got me going crazy yeah. just in the preview because like and they better do a good job. They better Spider-Man just Spider-Man just did it. Because Michael Keaton was my guy. I don't think they're gonna get it right, but I know Michael Keaton gonna yeah. be right. into the Spider-Verse. You had the cartoon version do it. Amazing job. And, they, and now you had the live action. Yeah. And it was just as good. All right, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, what about your take? Oh man. It's definitely top five for me. Um, Endgame is still up there. Um, definitely, The Dark Knight is up there. Uh, shit. Somebody's gonna have to like, like y'all were saying, somebody's gonna have to move over. Um, and I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure out who that might be. Winter Soldier has always been up there for me, but that one might that might have to get the boot. I'm sorry. That's got that's got to go. That's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. Yeah, definitely top five for me. And yeah, someone's got to get the boot. All right. So Winter Soldier, you're in my seat. Need you to get up. You're in my seat. So, gentlemen, we're we're wrapping up. Thank you all again for for this segment. I think what I can like summarize from what y'all are saying is, this movie showed up and showed out to the point that y'all are comparing it to some of the greatest movies ever made, and being like, yeah, it's 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 in this league now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and this is twenty four to forty eight hours of a reaction. The last time. I emotionally reacted to a movie like this. And we don't count Endgame and Infinity War because those were events. I don't even consider them movies. Yeah. The last mm-hmm. time I reacted like this to a live action movie was The Dark Knight. Yeah. So I'm just naming, like, this is, we need to be, this is a blessing. This is a blessing. Um, so gentlemen, thank you. Uh, we're going to turn right. over, but I wanted to, like, see if y'all had any last things you want to say. I, to wrap up our I got one last thing I want to say. Ahead, Jack. I would be remiss 
if I did not come out, I got a little bit of smoke for Doctor Strange. Oh, I got a little smoke for him. You, my man, are probably the most powerful Avenger. You are like nobody's really fucking with you. You're fucking with space time. You're breaking the multiverse, all that type of shit. I'm just saying somebody should have gave him the Uncle Ben line with great power comes great responsibility because all of this started because a high school kid came to you and said, my life is a little bit screwed up because I'm an Avenger. Can you please break the multiverse to make my life more convenient? And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? And one was like, oh, you sure you want to do that? And he's like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'm Dr. Strange. I'll do it. And I'm just like, what was was that necessary, my guy? Like, I understand that you're Stephen Strange and you are and you are probably the most powerful and you can do whatever, but that just seemed beyond irresponsible to me. You are an Avenger. I would have told him, hey man, it comes with the territory. You're an Avenger. That's why we have secret identities and we don't tell people our secret identities because then this is what happens when people know you. So Jeff, Jeff uh I, me me and Otis talked about that earlier, and I, I said what well, I think that is. Is Doctor Strange does not know how to interact with children. He forgets, he forgets <laughs> that Tom Holland is a child. He even mentioned that, bro. Like, he's a child. If you, if you go back to the first Doctor Strange movie and every interaction he's ever had with anybody else, bro, he assumes people have common sense. And it's until they start speaking, he's like, "Oh yeah, I forget. You're stupid." Like, you're not, you're <laughs> but but you don't. Get, but you are the adult here. Like, come on. Like, he, he calls you sir. Okay, think about, think like, about you, you gotta you gotta be better than that, Stephen Strange. Like this was there. Now I'm glad he did it because it gave us the greatest movie ever. But like, had he not have done this, there is no movie. All he had to do is tell Tom to tell Spider Man to kick rocks. That's all he had to do. You ran. You ran. Yeah. <laughs> it, it still would, it still would have been a movie without him doing it because his identity was yes. exposed. So it still. Yes. Would've... I mean, yeah, cool, but we wouldn't have broke the multiverse. Peter yeah. would have had to right. navigate that, but. Listen, I don't know. If you're on a roll, I love everything you're saying. I think this just highlights, you know, a lifelong lesson that words can heal. Just take a second, have a conversation with somebody before you make a rash decision. MJ MJ says it all the time. Like, hey, can we take a beat? Maybe next time. Let's talk it out with some people. Because <laughs> you know she was feeling some type of way. Yeah. You know she she got hey, that extremely man. maturely, but, by the way. But yes. Dr. Strange should have said, hey, you know what? Before I start bringing this magic stuff in here, let me have a conversation with this young man. There you go. Let's figure yeah, out what's yeah. going on in here. Like an adult. Make some assumptions. He was just bored and wanted no, to that do that five something. minute, that five minute, he was bored. That yeah. five minute conversation could have led to, to MIT, <laughs> bro. I know, I know the so-and-so at yeah. MIT. Why would Call you this number. Why wouldn't you like? Right. Happy can't pull some here, like Happy can't pull some strings for you. You know what I'm saying? With his Stark and this shit, you know all. You know the Avengers. You can't pull some strings, my man. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're a little too upset with Doctor Strange here. No, no, no. That was the point. With great power comes great responsibility. Bruh, he, he single-handedly saved everything. Let's wrap this up. Right. You, don't so, that, you don't get a cookie when you broke it in the first place. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, thank you all. And shoot, we'll see what happens next. I'm sure I'm going to have y'all back around a couple more months when Dr. Batman Strange. and Dr. Strange come back in the picture. Gang, gang, Dr. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> but thank y'all. Y'all take it easy. And we're back. All right, gentlemen. So we heard from the superhero roundtable. They clearly also, uh, in case y'all were wondering, they really liked the movie. They damn near loved it, um, and they thought the world of William Defoe. 
So, gentlemen, um, to wrap up our, our reactions, any last thoughts before we uh, end the show? Uh, shout, out, shout out to uh, Wesley Snipes. Without him, none of this would be possible. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So let's let's get give black man credit. Yep. Yeah. Let's get black man credit. It's a credit. Um, I'm just I'm just amazed. I'm happy. What an early Christmas gift I got. My favorite superhero. And 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 I talked to a mutual friend of ours, Nels. Um. He he was like, you know, he asked me why I like Peter Parker, Spider Man, so much, and I told him, man. Spider-Man is the Hey Arnold of superheroes. You know, he does the right thing because it's the right thing. And that's the only reason he needs to do it. And it doesn't matter what it means to him or, or the sacrifice that he has to make, like to give up. He pretty much gave up his existence. Like this man gave up everyone knowing him. Like that's deep. That's deep. That's like, like the isolation that Peter Parker is willing to endure to save everyone. And I hope part of me is the most Peter Parker thing to do is the, the way. most Peter Parker thing he could ever done. And part of me kind of hopes Marvel doesn't ever backtrack on this because it's just that's so Spider-Man to have made this huge sacrifice that no one will ever know about. But part of me feels like somehow, some way, someone is going to remember him, even if it's like some variant of Tony comes back or something. But I really hope. Which is also a very Peter Parker thing. <laughs> yes. Like just just small glimmer of hope just to like wrench it in <laughs> that you made this big sacrifice. And then and then, and then his apartment burns down and they're oh, poor yes. Peter Parker. <laughs> like like that's exactly what happened. Someone coming in is like, I remember you. You gave up everybody remembering you. Yeah. And then you yes. have <laughs> and a fucking Pumpkin bomb lands in their lap. <laughs> his his favorite his favorite bodega gets like burnt Chris to the ground. Like yeah, that's 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 Spider Man for you. Godspeed, Spider Man. <laughs> As he flies over. <laughs> Yo, are we gonna get Norman Osborn or like uh, um, Harry? Like, are they gonna whatever? That's for another day. It's for another well, day. <laughs> <laughs> well, who? Hey, well, I think they established that Oscorp doesn't exist. In the MCU, we right? haven't seen Oscorp in um mm-hmm. in this universe. Okay, so I mean, man, who knows? But but can I ask... come up after Stark because Stark Industries is damn near done. They done got raided by the FBI and Happy Happy's like he's a prime suspect number one. So I'm pretty sure we're gonna get some other yeah. tech affiliates coming yeah. through. Yeah, because, yo, if if even once again, if we want to tie it to the shows like in Hawkeye, remember, they were having the conversation, him and Kate Bishop, and she was saying something about, you know, Stark Tower or Avengers Tower. And he was like, oh, Tony sold that years ago or whatever. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, who's who's that going to be? So this might come into play. Well, yeah, we'll find out. Can can I ask y'all um, what would have made this movie better for y'all? Is there anything they could have done to make this movie better? 
Okay, well, I, I'm going to change your question because no, they shouldn't have changed anything. This movie was perfect. I'm not now, saying change what have been? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm answering your question, but okay. I'm changing the question. What are some things that I kind of would have liked to have seen or for them to like address or just done? Um, for me, there's a few things. One, I would have liked just one more villain. So I could have called it a Sinister Six movie. It's my thoughts, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like just give me one more. <laughs> just give me one more. <laughs> so I call it a Sinister Six movie. And, and um, you know, like folks mentioned the inconsistency with Jamie Foxx. That wasn't a big deal for me. Like I, I was cool with that. Um, like I, I, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. One more, one more villain. So I call it Sinister Six movie. Yeah. The Shannon, is there anything that you would like to have seen? Yeah, the only the only thing outside of one more villain, yeah, to make it Sinister Six, maybe somehow showing Miles. So even if he wasn't in Spider-Man mode yet, to at least be like, okay, so this is the face of Miles. You know, he did some interaction with him. Yeah, that's about it. I 100% agree. Yeah, I, I would want that too. Bro, I had in my mind when this movie, before it was out, I had the perfect ending in my mind that Spider-Man would, you know, the movie would end and everyone thing was going back to normal and Spider-Man was on a roof and he hears Peter and he turns around and it's Miles and he's like, you're alive? And then that's how the movie ends. Mm. That, that would have been my perfect ending for this movie. But Besides Miles, the only other thing that would have just, and I'm <clears throat> low-key glad it wasn't in here because it probably would have gave me a heart attack, is if the Scarlet Spider showed up in this movie or if Spider-Gwen showed up in this movie and um, if Madam Web was hinted. No, Mark. <laughs> no. Yo, if Madam Web showed up, I would have ran out the theater. <laughs> if Madam Web showed up, I would have I would have ran. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't do this to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. That would have been that would have been ridiculous. Cause she would show up for some shit like this. Like this is this is her prime time, right? Mm-hmm. Your right. life sucks. Mm-hmm. Time for me to come through. Oh, hello, Peter Parker. Oh, what's that, Madam Web? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been terrible. Mark, I would have ran out the movie theater, y'all. That would have <laughs> been terrible. <laughs> oh man! All right, gentlemen. Uh, that was our reaction to uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Whew. It was real, y'all. It was real. Um, so thank you all for listening. We have new episodes every month. In fact, this month we're gonna have many episodes. So y'all are in for a treat. You can find us on all social media at PopCult Parent, P-O-P-C-U-L-T-P-A-R-E-N-T. Email us at popcultparent at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate us, review, and subscribe. And as always, join the cult. Peace. Peace. Yeah.